Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So I ran out. I wasn't gone long. And I told the dogs very explicitly to be good while I was gone. You know, I closed the bedroom door. I made sure there were no open bags. I thought, long story, a little less interminable. I came home and found that my gingerbread snaps had been opened and completely consumed. And now I'm finding crumbs everywhere on this couch. You know, I've spent two days steam cleaning. You wouldn't have that problem with cats. Bill Bryson's friend? <laughs> I would have that problem with cats. <laughs> yes, you would. And that's not the kind of cat I meant either. I, I'm, I'm, talking, I'm saying if you leave the musical cats <laughs> when you leave, that's the dog true. will be transfixed. Oh God, that would be that would be like the cheapest security system ever, too. Just oh yeah, no one's gonna get near James Corden. You know? Ooh. Oh my God. <laughs> no, uh, no you know I heard people don't tend to adopt black cats. And yeah. I find that really surprising because people are superstitious. It's so stupid. Oh, but baby. I love black cats. What'd you say, I Jack? I love black cats. Said, you do? Oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love black cats too. Oh, cool. I Figaro, Figaro Salem. and Piwacket were. Oh, and Salem, of course. Salem? Yeah, yeah. It'd be hard. It would be hard not to name a black cat Salem. Do you guys know that? <laughs> um, that we went on for so long about musicals in the Holiday Hotline episode that I cut half an hour and I'm making it a Patreon mini episode. <laughs> about oh, musicals? Good. Yes. good, good, good. Wow. That's how long we talked about musicals. That's I mean, a lot. We don't like musicals, we say. Well, and then we went on to really, really, really talk about all the musicals we like. <laughs> And all the musical and all of the. Well, you all, say all, but we only like a few. And don't, we like don't do so it again. We'll we go, can't oh, do man. this. We can't do this again. Or I'm going to have to splice this 20 minute diatribe back into that episode. Okay. Okay. I will not comment on my feelings about musicals. I will not comment on my feelings about musicals. I will not comment <laughs> on my feelings about musicals. Except I don't even know that we talked about Moulin Rouge in that one. Because- Shut up. <laughs> oh, God. Don't even start. <laughs>
welcome to Nameless Best Friends. I'm Paige. I'm Beth. Oh, and who's shit, that? I'm Jack. Oh! <gasps> yeah. Welcome back, stranger. Hello. 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 Hello without the holly. Yeah, they caught me. Yeah, we snagged you with our dog catching net. Big old I see net. you like that glass I gave you, I hope. It's the second yeah, time I've I mean, seen you using it. It's some recompense for the dog catching net situation. <laughs> <laughs> and the shackle. Yeah. The shackle also. Mm. Oh, yeah. Emily, Emily just texted me to ask if I was watching Not So Royal Christmas yet. That's because I already told her I'm not, and she desperately needs to talk about it already, which is, as she said, uh, she said, I wish we were watching this together with a whole lot of ha 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 ha. So that's really good because she's coming on the podcast tomorrow. It looks well, delightful. Tell us about this movie, Paige. Yeah. Oh, Beth's doing it. It's your it. job now. Okay, yeah. it's your job now. Beth, Beth, Beth forgets every time, and I have to edit out a whole four minutes where she gets pulls it up, and then she forgets how to find the about every time. No, 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 no. I know, I know that. <laughs> it's so. St- oh my god, Jack, you didn't what? answer, but I can't even explain to you how appalling what happened with my mic stand was earlier. What? Yeah. It really was. I had the entire Millennium Falcon built, and then <laughs> smash cut to I had none of the Millennium Falcon built. <laughs> And then all of a sudden I had different pieces and I ended up with the Millennium Falcon built again, but I had new pieces left <laughs> over and I didn't understand how or why. And then apparently I, uh, now that I'm hearing myself, I didn't even end up using my mic properly. And apparently I was recording it with my f- fucking speakers from my keyboard on earlier's call. So it doesn't oh even God. really matter that my mic was on because I'm sitting here leaning on the mic that doesn't even matter <laughs> that I got my stupid mic stand fixed because I wasn't even using it. Okay. I'm just over here leaning on it. It's just like, it's daycare. Like it's not even, it's a play school driver's wheel. I oh, oh, I loved those so much. Anyway, so today, today we're talking about Haul Out the Holly Lit Up. It's the sequel. And it's- if you're this far into the episode already and you don't know, <laughs> this is a sequel and our we did the first movie and it's on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. And this one, days, one this always- one is described as such. <laughs> oh, Wait, back what? In the, back in the old days when Jack was the producer. Jack yeah. used to be Roz. So now I'm just unemployed. Well, I was unemployed then too. Now you're Sam Malone. <laughs> yeah. What you drinking? Yeah, we- That'd be nice. I'd like to be Sam Malone. I mean, if I have to be working at a restaurant, it'd be cool to own it. <laughs> True. And and have been a famous baseball player. Yeah. I'll take those. Th- and be You're Ted tall. Danson. Yeah. I'm not Ted Danson, though. No, but you guys, we, I mean, we, we did see. Well, glad we don't have to tell you that. We did see he a Christmas carol at the though. Amundsen one time, and he was there. So you guys could have body swapped them, but you chose not to, which was foolish Appalling. and your choice. So Yeah. <laughs> So as the holidays approach, Emily and Jared are looking forward to celebrating the holidays together again, this time as a couple. Mm-hmm. Emily, now embracing Evergreen Lane's uniquely festive spirit, is ready to work with Jared, Ned, Mary Louise, and Pamela to make this year's Christmas celebrations the best yet, even if being the HOA president's girlfriend doesn't stop those dreaded decorating citations. When a house on the block goes up for sale, it causes quite a stir with residents. When the soon-to-be neighbors turn out to be holly- <laughs> holiday royalty... Holiday royalty. Holiday. <laughs> holiday. Holiday royalty. <laughs> it looks like this year's competition is about to heat up. As the welcoming committee prepares for its new arrivals, only one thing is certain. This Christmas. They're assholes. Gone. <laughs> this Christmas. More than one ever- thing is certain. <laughs> oh, my God, guys. 
this Christmas, Evergreen Lane is going to slay, S-L-E-I-G-H, starring Lacey Chabert, Wes Brown, Stephen Tobolowski, Ellen Travolta, Melissa Peterman. Not that easy, is it? Seth Morris and Jennifer Aspen. No, it is not easy. Paige, do you have an alternate title for this movie? I have several. Okay. So... Excellent. One of them is inspired by the line that comes later where where the old woman who's John Travolta's sister or whatever says that she downloaded Eminem's Christmas <laughs> album, which I frantically looked up to see if that was real, but it's not. Although oh, there's a lot of content on the internet of people on Reddit talking about it and making fake AI, like fake covers and stuff. And uh, so I came up with Rap Gods oh. because he has a song called Rap God. Yeah. Uh, but I don't love that. So that's just there for everybody to think about. Um, I came up with uh, another one called the Manger Games. <laughs> that one's okay. It looks better on paper than it sounds. Oh, no, it, I like it. It looks more like Hunger Games than it sounds like. But it sounds like Reindeer Games. So it, it really does. works on both exactly. levels. So there. My other one is what they actually just should have called this franchise. Mm-hmm. Presentville. Oh. oh, it's so good. It's wow. really good. That's good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jack, <laughs> beat that. Uh, okay. How to lose friends and alienate people at Christmas. And <laughs> Christmas cult de sac two, keeping up with the Johnsons. Cult de sac. Oh, I'm glad I've excused myself from having to come up with one because... Oh, you haven't, so better carry it up and do it. <laughs> Cul-de-sac. Ugh. No, yeah. I don't have anything. Are you kidding me? No, I... D- I it's I, rude not to try. I mean, you can't beat what we've just laid out, but... It's true, but you gotta you know, make the effort. Yeah, you have to be humiliated. Yeah. Give... I mean, as, as some people might say, <sighs> there's no joy... Let me see if I can find it. Hang on. <laughs> that uh, sounded right. If you don't bring lightness to your neighbor, then you are bringing him darkness. Wait. Nobody's impressed that I remembered that? Covet thy neighbor. No, that's not what it is. What? Nobody's um, impressed that I remembered that complete line from the movie? Victory isn't Nobody's the same. Nobody's even answering me. Victory isn't the me? same. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Victory isn't the same without seeing the agony in the eyes of the defeated. Oh my God, that was so funny. That is a line from this movie, yes, and that is how is. I feel, and that's why you have that to is Pamela. come up with a title. That you're impressed by? You're not impressed by what I said? Well, Yeah, mine is yeah, the- Yeah, I read mine. My title now is I The remember. Agony of the Defeated. Well, Yeah, you, you pushed me. <laughs> Did you expect brilliance if you push me and bully me? No, I don't think uh, so. Yes. You know how that's diamonds the, are that, made? Also, that's the that's the <laughs> lesson of this film. The lesson of this film is if you, if you bully people, then you get the best out of them. <laughs> This movie starts with a voiceover of Lacey Bear. Lace, this movie the starts Lacey with a Bear. Lacey that's Bear. That's just what I call it. <laughs> a voiceover of her saying the word familiar. And it made me realize she's about the only person who I could be endeared by saying that. She's also the only one who ends with a hard G and I like it. Singing. Thinking. Because she's perfect. She's, she's exquisite perfect. She's and wonderful. <laughs> exquisite. She is wonderful. <laughs> And we learn that she and Wes, not Anderson, but Wes Brown are dating, not married, and she lives on Evergreen Lane. Oh, for a minute, I thought you meant in real life, and I was so excited. <laughs> oh, wow. No. Yeah. And if you don't get that joke, it's because you didn't listen to the Patreon. Um, 
And then she says, oh, hi, dad, to Stephen Toblowski. All right. No, I know doesn't. his name is Ned. No, I know. But yes, she does. And it sounds exactly like dad. I went back the over like five. say that she said dad. I know. Because they're AI I know. Generated. But I went over it like five times and I know that I heard the whole too. suggestion thing. But I lit, went over it like five times. I heard it before I saw it because I was not looking at the screen. I heard, hi, dad. And I was like, oh, her dad's in this because I thought that they moved to Florida. Looked at it. I'm like, dad. Well, no, he's her, he's her father in real life. <laughs> exactly. He is. Look it up. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Stop gaslighting me. I know this is the gaslighting movie, but we're not doing that. Okay. So I could have, I could have gotten you. That's when Ned's conducting a meteorological survey. Yep. Yep. And everybody's just kind of going about their business, decorating insanely for the holidays. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But Emily's at peace with it now. Yeah, she's really part of it. I mean, she's girlfriend to the HOA president. She's first girlfriend. (laughs) <laughs> and some hot bureaucratic chatting. Uh, so when someone leaves Evergreen Lane, apparently what happens is that all the neighbor, the knee, the neighbors, the neighbors, uh, <laughs> what they apparently do is stand outside and discuss their indoctrination policy. That's what they do every time someone leaves. So that's what they're all doing. They're standing there staring at the empty house and talking about what to do with the next people that show up and what they're going to have to do if those people don't like Christmas as much as they do. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're not saying it out loud, but there's a vibe. <laughs> so... <laughs> The what's her name? Uh, well, the Travolta. I can't remember what's her first name. I can't remember either. I don't know, but she mentions Joey Travolta. Um, oh, she does. Yeah. Well, she doesn't. She, I guess she, she says, "Who's moving into the, ne- the house next door to Siri?" And Siri is like, "Oh yeah, playing she... house next door, or or the house next door is a 2002 movie starring By Joey Travolta." Joey, That's yeah, starring is. Joey Travolta. It was very was confusing because I was like, "Wait, Travolta? It's so much Travolta." No, and and, talking... and there is a Joey Travolta. They get Which talking is about her brother, their brother. Correct, but that's the, it was just confusing because they were also yeah. later on in the movie they referenced the movie Christmas in Graceland, and it was just like so much fourth wall breaking, there's so a much lot of, meta <laughs> stuff. I there's can't. a lot of referencing going on. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, n- they're all talking about how uh, wearing a beanie without a pom pom is sacrilege. Um, <laughs> and, and then Stephen Tobolowski is not wearing a pom pom, yeah, and I was which, like, "What?" Which I, I noticed, and I was like, "They better acknowledge that." And, and then they, they do because they miss nothing. <laughs> Pamela says uh, to something Gretchen, uh, don't, don't don't get cocky, kid. Which is a Star Wars reference, and mm-hmm. there are a couple of those. I'm not sure what that's about. Um, <laughs> then, then there's a conversation between the two, and yes, uh, between the the two leads. And I think it's Lacey Chabert that says to him, "I don't feel like you're prioritizing Christmas." <laughs> is a crazy thing to say on Evergreen Lane, let me tell you. Yeah, because he has to go, according to him, he has to go to a normal HOA function, um, just a regular one that's not about <laughs> Christmas. And because of that- Something to do with the future lifeguards for the summer or yeah, something. So for that reason, he's not prioritizing Christmas. But it turns out it was a ruse. He's out getting a ring. Because he's going to gonna get, propose to her. They're going to get a married. So going to get- Stitched up. That's they're gonna That's get, s- get oh, hitched. My. They're gonna get stitched together. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh that's when that's when they're having their own meeting. That's when Ned keeps pronouncing it cooler. Cooler. Um, and that uh, and yeah, and um Pamela's getting pissed at him. And he says, I'm gonna call Jared. Because he's not there, but he says he's gonna do that. Um and uh, apparently uh, Travolta is on Snapchat 
and that's how she oh wait that's out. when but that's when because like they're talking about how everybody seems to know who the johnsons are mm-hmm. because yeah. they because they realize well that, that's how she found out that they're moving in yeah because she, she finds knows. out that they're that they're actually like these reality stars who are yeah. moving in who are like these people who like won this holiday house decorating you know show and then everybody's like oh the johnsons oh my god they're like so different to them the and jolly then, johnsons the jolly johnsons and then Lacey sounds like Chab- sounds sounds like a coy name for a disease you get around december <laughs> like i'm sorry i've got that or, or like the name you call your hangover when you've had too much champagne oh, i've got, oh, I've got a case of the jolly johnson yeah. hell of a jolly johnson <laughs> and then Lacey Chabert is like, I wonder if Jared knows who they are. And then it's like fast cuts to a scene of him going (laughs) in the front yard. He's like, do you have have any idea how important the Johnsons are to me? (laughs) But not just to him, because then he says they're something along the lines of they're extremely important to Santology. (laughs) Santology. Yes, Santology. Oh, my God. Speaking of Travolta. Exclamation points and question marks going on here because (laughs) holy shit, there was a name for this cult. Oh my god. Santologists. Santologists. Yes. They're Santologists. Wow. That's their name. Jack, you and I both live like equidistant from Scientology centers. We do. So be careful. It's Ixnay on the Ientology set. Yes. Stop. Or they're going to find. Don't tell them where you live. They can hear us. It's I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Certain of it. So then, yeah, then, then, what is her name? It's Emily. Emily has a, is having, having a chat at the cafe with her nameless best friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, about basically about how Jared isn't really being very festive this year, and that's really not. He seems distracted. He doesn't yeah. seem like he's really getting into the Christmas spirit, and he's not singing carols and <laughs> doing the things he usually does. And then her the friend totally almost blows it. Jessica, yeah. I think her friend is Jessica. She's a nameless best right? friend. It doesn't yeah, matter what her name is. Okay, <laughs> and I think Ellen Travolta is Mary. I was just looking Ellen on Travolta. IMDb. Oh, okay. Go on. Well, so then they're setting up a welcoming g- committee and <laughs> yes, uh, and sign like they're outside the Today Show. Yes, and the oh Johnsons God. the Johnsons arrive and but also uh, all the cameras like I ha- would hate that like to yeah. be- everybody just filming you when you show up mm-hmm. and then well, they nobody do- here is rational though nobody in this no. entire movie is in rational. this universe. No, so it's not important. But then they get out of their cars and they're just like, actually, I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed to even be saying this. But so sheepish. I was going to say, she had some weird voice saying it. I'm so sheepish to even be saying this, but any media requests need to go through our agent. I actually think it needs to go through a manager, but. Yeah. Somebody says the word <laughs> like a DeWise. Uh, like I think it's Jared because he he's fumbling over himself. They're all to... so nervous. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was hilarious. He talked oh about God. the Peppermint Park and the stuff. Park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And then Pamela does like a crazy bow. And then like, yeah. it's like I filmed that one for the Instagram. It's hilarious. Uh, like a DeWise. Oh, my God. When Pamela later <laughs> totally turns on her grandmother. <laughs> Not even my favorite grandmother. Oh, she made have, a lot yeah. of poor choices. I have, I have many feelings about that. All Get of there. Oh so, um, but this family, the family that moves in, it's just like a, a mother, a father, and a son, such mm-hmm, as he is. Mm-hmm. And it's just like they are just the most, like, <laughs> the most passive aggressive clan. They're but it's so fun because awful. they weren't predictable. They weren't quite like I expected them to be. And they, they weren't really quite as cartoonish. Christmas. Every now and then, no, they, you, no, they, they yeah. yielded a little bit, and I liked that so much. Well, they were like 
they were like a really genuine narcissistic unhealthy relationship <laughs> where yeah. like they bring you in by being like really nice yeah. to you oh, and giving sure. you a nickname. This is a reminder that the nickname preservation fund is still taking donations. Um, the Venmo yeah, is Paige Harbison. Uh, so if you want really to donate, it's P A I G E H A R B is in boy. I S O N is in Nancy. Any donation helps. Um, you already have a nickname, Pigeon, and so do you, Hen. So stop. That's exactly why we want to make sure we, we both keep have bird them alive. nicknames. Yeah, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't either didn't until I said it. Either. Oh my yeah. god, that's weird. Yeah. So the new family asks, "What's the most important thing about Evergreen Lane?" And the answer is, "We're all family here." Which. And <laughs> uh, you hear your family. But Hallmark yeah, keeps using that line, and I don't. And at this point, I'm starting to wonder if they know that the internet has codified that as being like. It's a huge red flag if someone says that because well, they keep of, making the good guys say it. Speaking of flags, mm. uh, the the family uh, they have their um, they have their truck coming, their second mm-hmm. truck coming with all their decorations, and they say, "Well, you know, we don't just have Christmas decorations; we have Flag Day and even Leap Year decorations, etc." Cetera, et cetera. Oh my god! I can't remember what the Leap Year thing was. They do have something fun. They, they just go wee and they jump in the air. Oh yeah, they all leap. <laughs> um, then it's time for the tree lighting, just like last year. Uh, but this time they're going to get super emasculated. Right. Um, yeah. So Jared, is he does the tree lighting and then the family comes up. <laughs> yeah. That's and cute. Th- th- First of all, <laughs> that woman's stage presence was insane. Jane? Of Joe, Jane's Jane, stage and presence, Jimmy. Joe, Jane, and Jimmy. <laughs> J- Jane's stage presence was crazy. She got up there and she was just like, ah! but it wasn't like good. She was like, she was kind of all over the place and just like a lot of crazy mic stuff and was just, it has to be seen to be believed. I mean, it was just crazy. And then he was just like taking the mic away from her. He was like, well, this isn't our show, hon. But then she's just like, sorry, sorry, sorry. And then like gives the mic back. But the whole vibe was extremely weird. And then they're like, okay. And then they three, two, one. And the lights are on, and they're just like, "Okay, are you guys ready for the real show?" And then they give off like Magic Kingdom worthy lights, uh, yes. fireworks. Yeah. Yes, and uh, crazy. Uh, also, Ned still isn't. Apparently, he's he's not over last year's tree lighting thing, how it happened a couple <laughs> weeks late. Uh, but this is also a parallel <laughs> to that time because when Jared says, "You just need to get over that." Pamela says he still isn't over Watergate, and he says with the straightest face I've ever seen on Hallmark, <laughs> he was framed. He was framed. I know that was hilarious. I couldn't believe that is they the brought funniest, some Nixon into that. The, I mean, I was not expecting ever that. on Hallmark. I mean, just I know. most unexpected. Oh my god, crazy! Not only like what a hot take, Ned. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ned thinks Nixon was framed. <laughs> yes. But um, yeah, so the family gets way too comfortable. And yeah, they say that was a cute start and then fill the entire sky with fireworks. Um, <laughs> the entire sky, the entire atmosphere. And then they have their meeting and that's when Jane criticizes the stitching on the stocking. And Oh yeah, that's when they're having the meeting. Yes, and Pamela says, she's she's not really my favorite grandma. She made a lot of mistakes and, and Jane says, I can see that. Poor choices. But that, oh, oh, oh my yeah. God. And, and that's, oh, the, wait, the, wait. Wait, we're all going to say the same were, thing, aren't yes, we? Yes, well, there were two two sitting. lines that I loved in this one because yes. because Joe goes, do you want to see how much room we can get yeah. between us? Because he's sitting next to Ned. And he goes, sorry, I'm used to sitting in coach. I'm not. And he says, I'm not. Which, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> he which said, I yeah, yeah, I am, but he said, I'm not. Yeah. Yes, and then what I also loved You're right, I'll take it was out. they're trying to figure out how to vote on something because, because Pamela has won the cookie competition the last seven years in a row. And then Jane, which I actually kind of agreed with Jane yes, about this. Yes, I did just too. Like, yeah, it was just like, well, you should ha- you have this 
bylaw in here that like, you know, blah, blah, blah. shouldn't you, shouldn't you have a rule in here that, you know, that you, that you, ha- you know, something so that the same person can't win that many times. I disagree. So, like, Survival of the fittest. Do- Pamela, Pamela, oh, well, this is not, no, this no, no, is not yeah. your mother's cookie contest. You know, this is, <laughs> this is like, well, your, your, your mother doesn't have one. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I agree that like, if somebody can't come up with their own, I don't think that there should be like a, um, some sort of statute that makes it so like it gets babied and you just can't, you're not allowed to win. They wanted everybody but I to thought, make the same recipe. That was... I thought that it made sense that, yeah, I thought that what she was saying, that there the being something where you can't just submit the same recipe over and over again, there was some logic in that. But yeah. I also feel like if somebody can't beat her pecan stock, stocking recipe, then okay. But I understood the argument is what I'm saying. I don't yeah. agree necessarily with it, but I understood what she was saying. Yeah. But... <laughs> That was when they said, well, we can't vote on it at that that meeting that you're talking about because that's after that, after the cookie competition. And that's when Pamela says, nobody cares, Ned. Time is an illusion. Oh, yeah, that, <laughs> oh I love that. And then it just completely cuts from that scene and we're just somewhere well, else. There's a moment before that also in that in that scene, uh, before before we find out that uh, Jane wants to amend the Constitution of Cookieville or whatever, <laughs> before that happens... Um, She's talking uh, to Pamela about how Pamela Pamela's form is all off, even though she has that. This woman has a PhD in arts and crafts, yeah. but whatever. N- lest we not forget from the first movie, she's saying her form is all messed up, and she and she's like, I mean, yeah, and then, and her husband, <laughs> look at her hands, her goes, yeah, just look, look at her oh hands, look at her hands, but they're, they're big, but yeah, but she's like the own knuckles she says, are yeah, all, look yeah. at the chap knuckles, and Pamela goes, I mean, they're large, I. <laughs> <laughs> very funny yeah um, they didn't want to have the they didn't want to have the cookie decorating and then the snowball fight because of uh finger, finger fatigue. fatigue yeah so then they use <laughs> then they use democracy to prevent amendments which is mm-hmm. good and was always classic coming, but it took it took a while for jared to take enough control of the situation to do that which is going to be a theme he does not have a ton of uh chutzpah no for, to be a leader which is crazy because in the first movie he was doing a lot of bossing around well i mean now he's got the johnsons there and i don't know he doesn't know what he's got the doing. jolly johnsons he's got a case of the jolly johnson that's a great another great title for this a case of the jolly johnson yes so um they uh so the jolly johnsons come to dinner um and uh, i don't know they left their brat somewhere else no one knows where um god he's at home recording (laughs) recording into a tin can somewhere (laughs) and uh and uh what's the other one it's jim is it no joe um joe yeah joe joe talks about uh he was like, oh, yeah, a fellow NSA man. Uh, when did you graduate? From the National Santa Academy, not the <laughs> oh National Security Administration. Um, yeah. And I love I this. don't. I haven't heard of that. Yeah, I love this theme yeah. because Jared, throughout this movie, he admits uh, often that he doesn't know what someone else is talking about, which in most mm-hmm. Hallmark movies, they would just bullshit and try to pretend and it would be really Well, in life, I, I actually yeah. noticed that, too. I really because that's one of the things I value the most in a person. Yeah, I hate when people just like pretend to know what's up or they're just like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, that's like my least favorite thing. And then you realize you thing. actually got the title wrong or something, and you're like, well, no, you didn't, because I was dumb. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, the people who wrong. do that tend to start agreeing with you before you're even finished with your sentence. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end of your sentence, you're going to say, <laughs> you're going to say, and that's what some people think, but what I think is, and then they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Oh, my God, totally. I, but I, I just, I, I remember learning that lesson because this awful girl, I almost said her full name, but she's probably like, <laughs> she's probably like out there like, you know, like a doula or something and I don't need to like ruin her life but she <laughs> ruin her life you have that power <laughs> <laughs> but she I remember her being like did you see last night's episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch 
And it was like, it was a Friday. So it, it was only the day she was asking me was a Friday and the day, the night before would have been a Thursday. And as most millennials out there would know, it was only there on, uh, it was only airing on Friday nights on TGI Fridays. So the answer was no, but I was like, yeah, I saw it. And she was like, ha, there wasn't an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch last night, <laughs> idiot. And I was like, <laughs> you've told this story more than once. Yeah. A lot of times because it was the f- most foolish I had been at that point in my life. I was going to say I've ever been, but no, at that point in my life. Mm-hmm. And that is the first time I learned that lesson that you can't yeah. just pretend to know things because some asshole is just trying to make you look stupid. They're just lobbing it so you can knock it in your own teeth. That'll, so, that'll get you. That'll get you. So you got to be careful. We actually find mm-hmm. out that Jim uh, is not there because he got the role as the teeny tiny tots Joe? theater tiny TikTok Tim. He's the child. <laughs> yeah, the child. Oh, okay. Uh he he is not there. Tiny, tiny TikTok Tim. The teeny tiny did, yes. theater's tiny TikTok Tim. That's why it's because he <laughs> oh. it's because oh. he Oh shit. Oh fuck. There goes my champagne. Oh. Sorry. That's terrible. Oh, better look that up now. Teeny tiny tots theater's TikTok tiny TikTok Tim. <laughs> teeny tiny tots theater's tiny TikTok Tim. Teeny tiny tots theater no teeny tiny the teeny tiny tots theaters the teeny tiny tots theaters tiny ah the teen the teeny tiny tots theaters tiny TikTok Tim the teeny tiny tots theaters TikTok Tim no tiny TikTok can you text it to me so I can read it the teeny tiny tots theaters tiny TikTok Tim the teeny tiny tots theaters teeny TikTok Tim tiny the teeny tiny the teeny tiny Shush, mommy. It's, the teeny tiny tots theaters. T- the teeny tiny tot theaters. T- tiny. The teeny, the teeny tiny, tiny tots theaters. Tiny TikTok Tim. The teeny tiny tots theater. Tiny TikTok Tim. Tim. The teen. Are you texting it to me? You. Okay. Let me see. The teeny tiny. T- the teeny, the teeny, teeny tiny tots theaters. Tiny TikTok Tim. Yeah, the teeny tiny tiny. The teeny tiny tots theater. Tiny. The teeny tiny tots theaters. Tiny TikTok Tim. The teeny tiny tots theater. Yeah, the teeny tiny tots. That's whose theater it is. The teeny tiny tots got the theater. The teeny tiny tots theater. Tiny has a tiny TikTok Tim. The teeny tiny tots theaters. Tiny tiny TikTok Tim. The teeny tiny tots theaters. Tiny TikTok Tim. I knew we were both gonna get that one right that time. I just knew it. Yeah. Well, I think that was pretty close. Wait, wait, let's also Mr. Sandman. Yes! Yes! Is that the great Gildersleeve who did that? Yeah, I think it is. The Teeny Tiny Tots Theater's Tiny TikTok Tim, Tina Turner. (laughs) Ah, the Teeny Tiny Tots Theater's Tiny TikTok Tim. Whoa! Got that one. Hey! Hey! (laughs) That's our sound effect, but it's actually there. So anyway, uh, Jimmy's Jimmy's not there because he got the role as the Teeny Tiny Tots Theater's Tiny TikTok Tim, Tina Turner. So that's that's just... And... uh, (laughs) Yeah, I, I, this is when I wrote, I love how insanely passive aggressive this is. And I wrote another alt title that I didn't end up using, which was innovative passive aggression techniques. Because <laughs> this is. Well, that's with, the book this is, this Joe, is based Jane on. Jane and Jim. Yeah. This is full of innovative passion, passive aggression. Um, like how Mean Girls is based on queen bees and wannabes. Mm. Which will never stop surprising. Uh, at, after, after the dinner where they're just talking down to them the whole time, um, the, uh, 
what's her, Emily and her best friend are talking about them. And they're like, I don't know. The Johnsons are kind of jerks. And her best friend's like, I don't know. And they walk around the corner. Everybody's drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. And they walk around the corner and they see Jane. And she says, I was just talking about you. And Jane says, I get that a lot. Yeah. Which is and then crazy. She, yeah. And so then she, it turns out she's like made this entire schedule yeah. and she's like, oh, I did it without asking. And I already sent it to every single person. And I did that also without asking. And it's just like, yeah, so crazy. And then she says of, of, uh, of Emily's nutcracker, she says, well, that's a nice little nutcracker. And she says, I wouldn't call it little. And she says, well, you would if you were me. And then it pans to her <laughs> yard and she's got like 15 foot tall nutcrackers. Yeah. Um, then we have, yeah, Mary Louise's speed wrapping. But also because of the first because of the first movie, I also would call it little because there was like a whole yeah. thing about that. But she she Mary Louise uh, misunderstands what speed rapping is and thinks that she needs to rap. And that's where the Eminem. Christmas and that's album where she in. says yes. that she downloaded Eminem's Christmas album, which is a funny thing to just make up for a movie. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And then Emily tries to correct her. But Pamela's like, no, no, don't. Pamela's like, don't don't correct her. She wants her to <laughs> demonstrate it. Um, yes. Let her go. <laughs> and then. No, she says, prove it. Yeah. <laughs> Pamela says, prove yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Pamela's hilarious. And She's then, fabulous. Is it Pamela who is stunned by the Mesopotamian papyrus? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, it is, right? She's so... Uh, we have the quote, I can't believe they just waltzed in here like the sugar plum fairy, <laughs> which is great. Um, great. I want to point out at this juncture that one year, for no reason at all, my Spotify rap told me that my top song of the year was the, <laughs> yeah, was the Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. <laughs> I remember and that. it told me I played it like 400 times. And that is not <laughs> true. I, that just isn't true. This year, in it, retrospect, I wonder if that was a prank I pulled and don't remember. Maybe, yeah. It's like because that sounds like the kind of thing I would do, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like the one I I found the the playlist oh I my had God. called Bonkers, and it was one thousand two hundred and fourteen minutes long, and it was just oh my God. We should do a Patreon where we just explain the bit. That would be worth explaining, yeah. Because I because I don't even think we can we can't even I can't just even explain the playlist. Explain it. It's not even no, that. Yeah. Anyway, let's 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 do a Patreon on that because that's very funny. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Anyway, she talks about them waltzing in like the Sugar Plum Fairy, and then that's because uh, Emily and Jared are decorating a tree, uh, I assume, or something Christmassy, and, and she asks Jared to go over and handle them, and at first he says no, so she says, okay, I'll just channel my parents, and I'll go do it, and he's like, wait, no, I should do it. So he goes over to try to do it, because um, her parents, yeah, like in the first movie, we learned a lot about her parents and their her parents' histories because yeah. they, yeah, they have a lot of past. So 
he leaves to go do it, and then he doesn't come back for a while, so then Emily goes over, and uh, she's trying to eavesdrop, but the door gag happens again. She leans up mm-hmm. against the door, and the door is opened, and she falls down to the floor. This movie makes fun of so many things that just, like, happen with so much earnestness in other movies, like yeah. eavesdropping. She's, she's genuinely good, too. Like, her, even her pratfalls, are, she's very she's funny. She's so funny. She's a good comedic actress. So, unfortunately, uh, he's playing guitar. Um, and yeah, he's really playing it. Um, and uh, why is that unfortunate? Because it's annoying. <laughs> well, I think that's I think that's what it's supposed to be. Though. Yeah. In this case, I agree. So, so it's it's. I'm just uh, not yeah. on the side of the Johnsons. Are you? No, it's oh, it's okay. bad news for her because she gets she gets there and he's not doing what he's saying. He's I get you. Okay, okay, okay. So then, oh, another excellent joke that you wouldn't expect in any other Hallmark. Uh, movie is that oh my god. it, turn, oh my god, I love it turns out that they're friends with Nickelback oh, and yeah. they refer to him as Je- as Chad Kroger and yeah. uh, and and she's like really you're friends with Chad Kroger and uh, I think Chadius or something is what he calls him <laughs> and uh, and he's like yeah look at this photograph which is <laughs> so funny superb. what look at this photograph yeah, it's a Nickelback oh. song yeah, oh. <laughs> and Paige, don't you hate Nickelback? Me and the internet. The joke I mean, is it's that, like yeah, the it's joke the, is that everybody the thing does is Nickelback no is okay. the joke is the joke band that everyone hates. Okay, but I but I and I'm not just like bandwagoning it. I do hate them, but only because I really hate the the Herman Yarl, which is what that Yarl. Yeah, that's I what that that, too. that, that oh, tone yeah, is, yeah, yeah. which has been completely replaced by the the uh, Billie Eilish is like I like Billie Eilish, so she's not the but it's quirky. That, yeah, like th- that same yes. thing. It's like yeah. it's just that they now just girls, girl singers do it in a different way. Yeah, it's a voice that people copy, and I hate it. Um, systematically, they're all going to fall. That's what I wrote at this point. Systematically, they will all fall. That is they're, the plan. It's Kool Aid. It's Jonestown. <laughs> it's the Jonestown massacre. The Johnson Town massacre. Yeah. Um, so, oh my uh, so many missed opportunities when they're oh leaving. My God. When they're leaving and, and she's disappointed in Jared for not having done what uh, she wanted him to do, he they're making allusions to sex. Well also no, chocolate. but when he when they get there and he's playing and he's playing the guitar, it's because they're all just like jamming. Yeah. And then that scene ends with them harmonizing and they're just <laughs> <laughs> like they're so bad and it just it, like it harsh cuts. It's like a complete smash cut away from that scene and it's hilarious. They're like harmonizing so funny then i have written here oh gnome not again <laughs> because yes the gnomes the gnomes have showed up and they're all singing uh christmas carols sung by the johnsons everywhere in everyone's yard yeah. all over the place <laughs> and that is when i wrote joe is the devil because he has placed his army of yes. speaker gnomes in the neighborhood and we learned that it is the sun's voice it's coming all out voices. of all of them yeah they're all singing together it's just, but they're all like the the worst on the first day of Christmas. Yeah. They're so Again, these movies bad. know that It's not that like they're playing sucks. Dean Martin. You know, they're <laughs> like, they are just self-recorded into a tin can. Yeah. It's hilarious. So uh, Jared goes over to Ned and finds out that Ned is using Yugoslavian KGB tech yes. uh, <laughs> to watch... To watch the streets at two in the morning, he doesn't seem to get. Well, actually, he just watches it live at that hour. He's at two a.m. He, he just watches it live. Uh, so at two a.m. he was watching it, and he watched Joe Johnson arrange the gnomes. At two a.m. Yeah. I mean, this is a town where everyone wakes up really early, so everyone's up late doing nefarious deeds. Also, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. these gnomes are psychological torture. 
I mean, they just yeah. are absolutely psychological torture and the effect on even the viewer is clear. But Jared goes over to confront Joe. They're just whoever made this movie happen. Like I looked up the writers and they've only done like five or six things. And there's it's so funny. There's so many throwaway lines like like my notes are only a page and a half long because anybody who's listening to this just knows them like because they have to watch the movie. It's just too funny. Yeah. And like it's yeah. just it's so it's so fun. I mean, the because the, you're obsessed with James Madison is why I think like they're all just so <laughs> funny. And like the deep like the perfect torture that is these gnomes and their metallic recording i mean like there's just everything about the way like yeah yeah they're so they're they're so bad they're not they didn't just make them so that they sound like bluetooth they made them sound so bad so then jared uh he summons just enough strength to go over there and cite uh the johnsons for what they've done um but as soon as he gets over there joe calls him jingle jared and that disarms him completely (sighs) Because he's never had a nickname. This episode is brought to you by the Nickname Preservation Fund. If you want to donate, please consider donating to Paige Harbison on Venmo. Uh, Anything. Wow, Paige. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. What do you mean, Tacky? It's a a fund. It's it's, it's It's an important cause that I believe in. Yeah. It's a cause. Beth. To which you can donate. Sorry, Beth. I'm sorry, Elizabeth. Yeah, sorry oh. that you're not charitable. Sorry, Mommy. Sorry, Mims. Which <laughs> nickname would you like me to... <laughs> and here I thought, twas the season. Yeah. I also thought twas the season. Guess not. The begging the season? season of generous Page Assembly, the Salvation oh, Army. Doing good work. Yeah. So anyway... Anyway. Uh, Joe is unbelievably manipulative, <laughs> and he does briefly receive. Oh my god! Does brie- he knows what he's doing? He briefly he knows receives a citation because uh, Jared does get the strength up again. He remembers that he wants to get some hot chocolate that night, so he wants to. He has to. You know, this is these are the politics. That's how it works. You either get hot chocolate or you become really close with the new horrible neighbors. Those are the only <laughs> options. So um, that's when the neighbor says, "You know the old Norse proverb," uh, and again, Jared admits that he does not know what the hell he's talking about. He's got a beginner's mindset, which is extremely healthy. To refuse to bring your neighbor light is to bring him darkness. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he, he goes... I fucking said that! <laughs> I will, I'm not even... Yeah. No, carry on. So then That's a good line. He goes, oh my god! <laughs> I, wish, I wish we'd thought of that earlier. Say it again, Jack. <laughs> Say it... Just How did it go, Jack? Uh, to refuse to bring your neighbor light is to bring oh. him darkness. Yes. Oh yes, yeah. that is so true. Man. How true that is. God. Go on. Worst day so anyway, <laughs> this is the worst day of your life, Paige. Jared goes back and he says, this "Is it? Remember when your father died? <laughs> what? Sorry, he did. Paige just said oh, this sorry. is the <laughs> shoot. Oh my god. god. Oh, uh, shouldn't have done this on air. Ten years down the drain." <laughs> You were doing so well, too. Look, you, it's, it's on you for not trying to call him last time. <laughs> yeah. So Jared goes back home and he says, uh, well, not back home, but back to Emily's. And he says, oh, I didn't do it. I'm such a fool around celebrities, which is cute. Oh, I know. I love that. And uh, and he says they could be in the Christmas Hall of Fame. She says that does. She's like, why? What is it? They want a reality show. Why is everybody acting like they need a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? And he's just like, they could. They. He says, well, they should. They 
they you know she's like they, they don't deserve to be on the hollywood walk of fame or whatever and 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 he says yeah but they would belong in the christmas hall of christmas fame. hall of fame and she like, says they don't have one of those do they and he says and she's like no they but they not yet but they, they if they no. did he says not he says no not yet but that's a next year problem <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> great next movie uh yeah so then uh then there's an there's an argument um <laughs> between Pamela, they're all they all are, are gathered at I, th- I don't know it looks like ned's house i think but they're all gathered and they're they're all like peering out and being you know bastardly neighbors but they um i just think bastardly should be a word i know it isn't yeah. but i just think it should be um well it's dastardly. you could just say dastardly, dastardly. yeah dastardly but bastardly dastardly. you know they're funnier yeah they're a little different so uh <laughs> they're talking about ned says that pamela's a bad singer and she's like what does that mean he says it means i got a tuning fork with your name on it yeah and exactly. then they they're all talking about how they're going to get the johnsons back and they're going to fix this and ned says i have 144 defective elves on shelves nasty looking rascals <laughs> um i wrote here they're still having an affair i see yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the tension between those two, I tell you. And this is when they really, I mean, again, these writers knew what they were writing, it turns out. I mean, in the last movie, Beth, you had some argument that this wasn't a cult thing, that this wasn't, but no. Now we know they knew what they were doing the whole time. Because they yeah. say, Pamela says, we fight, what if that, or they say, what if that doesn't work? And Pamela says, we fight back with subterfuge and psychological warfare. Yeah. And... Uh, then I still resist this idea, mm-mm. but then they, they have named it Santology, Mom. Yeah, <laughs> they made a cult joke, <laughs> and then they have they made more all than right, one. All right, all right. They made more than one cult joke. They have another cookie scene this time. They're not salt, um, but this is this is the competition again, and uh, you know people have uh, there aren't that many people who entered in the first place, and other people have lost by default. So Pamela, uh, they're going through it, and Pamela says, "A win is a win. Get to the gold." <laughs> and she won again, uh, and then she says the very important quote, yes, victory isn't the same without seeing the agony in the eyes of the defeated. Right. It turns out that Ned is a traitor. He was supposed to be there, but he wasn't. He's a turncoat. He has gone yep. to the Johnson's uh, cookie shit. Uh, next I have written here, time, f- well, actually, no. First, and this is one of my, this is probably my favorite line in any Hallmark movie, is that when it turns out that Ned is a traitor, Pamela confronts him and says, what about our plans? All of those wonderful low roads we were planning on taking together. That was a good, <laughs> I didn't even pick that, that up. I didn't get that one either. Line. That was a low good Low roads we were There's planning so many great to take lines. together. Um, yeah, so then it's time for a charge snowball fight. Uh, oh my God, that <laughs> snowball fight looked- It was intense. Oh, snow hurts. Yeah, yes. Jim, so like it, it starts with, I think uh, Jimmy is just throwing snow, but like the snowball fight hasn't started yet and he's throwing snowballs. At Jared and Jared, and he's like, "What? I thought this was a snowball fight with no rules." And Jared's like, "It is, but we still have to be polite to each other." And then Jimmy mm. runs after throwing an, one more snowball, and they chase him down on the golf cart. And he says, "No point in running, Jimmy. Your parents can't help you now." And uh, because again, it's very charged; it's getting intense. But it turns out Ned has betrayed them in the snowball war, and he's cut off their. So again, he has experience. We knew this mm-hmm. from the last snowball fight. There was there's something behind the eyes with him yeah. in snowball fighting. So it turns out they fell for the ambush of a whole. He's the guy we. You've always said that there would be a guy who would turn turn in the middle of a snowball fight, and this is apparently the guy who had something behind his eye. Yeah. So they they um yeah yeah so they uh they get ambushed by all these people who are wearing the same outfits because the Johnsons are I guess the fascists of like that's what this is, and they've got like their stormtroopers throwing snowballs, and so they fell into the yeah they fell into the ambush and they get attacked. 
And uh, then there's a quote, man, really stuck in the chimney on this one. Um, and uh, yeah, then they're on the phone with the, then they're on the phone with the, uh, the parents um, who call themselves the founders. Well, the yes, dad calls and them. And we see their little pink Christmas that. tree and their little pink shirts and their little Hawaiian shirts. And it's adorable. Yeah. Yes. Jared's talking about, I mean, they're talking about the whole issue and Jared says, well, he gave me a really cool nickname and I couldn't do it. And the dad immediately <laughs> says, without taking a beat, he says, that's an honest mistake, Jared. That's, <laughs> yeah. um, that's the obsessed with James Madison line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I loved it. It was such a throwaway. There's so many great throwaway lines. Over yes. And over. Yeah. Obsessed with James Madison, the founding father, which is the reason, <laughs> which is the reason that the dad calls him and his Themselves wife. Themselves of the, the founding founders. fathers. Yeah. The founders. Yeah, the founders. He says, that's not what the founders intended. So yeah. uh, then their solution is they're going to do a surprise inspection and cite the Johnsons for everything that they've done wrong, which of which there are many things. Um, this is when the, uh, you know, they, they do that and they give them all the citations. And yes, he says, um, the Joe says, I put the sleigh before the reindeer. And, <laughs> and she and, says, yeah. you do it all the time. You're ruining my life. <laughs> you keep doing that. It's ruining my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they almost reveal so close. This is my one question from the first one that I was hoping we get answered and it almost does. What happens if you don't acknowledge yeah. the citations they don't quite get to it because they're like i think i think it becomes shirley jackson jackson's the lottery yeah it's my impression yeah they stone you to death oh, yeah you. exactly yeah i mean because, it's something because like he's that. just like he's Unspoken. like well if you don't do this then this happens and then you don't do that then this happens and then you don't do this. and then you go to my white elephant party which is like that's not really yeah. consequences well they do say because everybody else is just invited so. for a moment yeah. when they talk about it they do say uh like separately jared says well ned is our sergeant of arms at the hoa if it comes to that what <laughs> excuse me sergeant although of who arms? better i mean no obviously he's the best choice but sergeant of arms what yeah. arms yeah. Mm. so uh then they they have an ugly christmas sweater uh you know uh, dress code for the white elephant uh, party mm-hmm. and then it turns out yeah they they're like i hope it's nothing tacky like an ugly christmas sweater party and yeah. they're like actually it is so and so the johnsons come over but they're and they're wearing not nice ugly Christmas wearing sweaters. Nice, sweaters. nice matching sweaters. And then who should appear? But Stephen Tobolowski wearing a matching nice sweater to them. Well, before that, <laughs> before that, um, they say that actually, where your white elephant party is tacky. Whatever, we're going to host a poetry night because they're. Oh my god, a Yuletide a poetry Yuletide jam. Poetry jam, yeah. Ugh, so talk about hell. That's what they're this doing. This is like the good place specifically designed for me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And the they say, they say, this is not, they say, you can't do that. There's no legal precedence for this. And then, and then Ned rises from behind them and says, actually, yeah. there is. So he was just hiding behind them, waiting to reveal legal precedence. Um, and then he says, he says, after, after they leave, and it turns out there's legal precedence for them to do what they're doing. Um, he, Ned says that I faxed it to all of you after that one drunken night. That they all ratified. He doesn't say, he doesn't say he said, drunk, and he no. says that one night, and they said, oh, everybody had Joe's too many, Mai Tais. Joe, yes. they, and they were like, oh, that's after we had uh, one too many of those, when everybody had too everybody. many of those Christmas Mai Tais, which I love because they really, this 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 court yeah. really like hangs out all the time. They don't have to yeah. drive yeah. anywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's block party stuff. It's so cute. Yeah, they I get, just love They them. get hammered and ratify amendments. Yeah. So it's a good, but then it's a good block says, on which to be if you're obsessed with James Madison, actually, now that I think about it. I know, exactly. And then she says, she's like, Ned, none of us have used a fax machine since Desert Storm. That was great. Again, <laughs> yes, great. So much war yeah. <laughs> reference, so much. Watergate, so much. it's always Pamela. Yeah, I it, love her. And Ned, so because much. they're 
Yes. Yes. Having an affair. So Ned says they're not. They That's are. the great thing. They're, they're just, just meant they're to be together. Buddies maybe. and and her husband is fine. You they're know, like it's just. Ned yeah. says no man can serve two Santas. Oh yes, and <laughs> I have a picture of that one so, for the Instagram. So then they excommunicate him. Uh, oh yeah, and it because turns, Emily, also he is wearing a pom pom on his beret. Oh, I noticed his that too. Beret. I know. Oh, Even the revolution. <laughs> Yeah. And then she says that, yeah, she gets everybody to, like, dismantle his, yeah, that he, she takes back his walkie and everything, and then he go, he goes. He yeah. said, must I? <laughs> uh, then I don't remember, apparently there was a second Star Wars reference, and I don't remember what it was, but there's a third one, I think, which is just where where they use, it immediately, um, Lacey Schubert calls in on, on her walkie and says, uh, silver and gold leaders, and that's just, like, it put me in mind of X-Wing because there's the gold leader in, um, in X-Wings. Um, but silver doesn't exist, that so maybe is. that might not be a thing. But yeah. It's um, her parents, right? Uh, yes. Because apparently, walkie-talkies can reach more than 35 miles in this universe. Uh, <laughs> that's the max they really can reach in the real world. But yeah, they uh, they reach Florida. So, <laughs> um, or maybe they Do reach- we know where this... Oh, it's Utah. Yes. Or Utah. maybe they reach someone who is calling yeah. her parents. I know, yeah, I got I got that idea too. Um Jack, do you have do you have the very relevant thing to our lore written down? Perhaps. I don't remember what thing that is. Then maybe you don't, because I need to make sure I mean it's been a while since I saw this movie and I, I'm I'm reading as I go. Okay, so at some point she says this is like the Chuck E. Cheese Christmas special. Mmm. So I I just want to pause everyone here. (laughs) I think I know where you're going. She said, this is like the Chuck E. Cheese Christmas special when she's looking at like the decorations and stuff. Mm. And um, I just want to say that Jack and I have a pretty deep inside joke about Chuck E. Cheese. It goes so deep. I can't even go into it right now. It's from the pandemic, right? I've actually got a, I have references to it. I'm wearing Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah. Oh, my God. You were wearing the sweatshirt I'm, I made. Yeah. I'm, what is that? What does it say? <laughs> on the front, it says, want to get out of here. But on the back, it, it says a whole bunch of stuff about Waterworld and Mr. Pat. And that's really no oh, one's business yeah. right now. But that's. that's <laughs> yeah, 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 Pat, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat okay. <clears throat> so anyway, I did some digging. And I found the Christmas special. And there was a Christmas special in 1983 from Chuck E. Cheese. Does it also was... feature Jefferson Starship? Uh, oh, no. No. Oh, like the Star Wars her, special? Yeah. Tell us. For 10 Tell minutes. Us. So it was supposed to air on NBC and it was canceled. <laughs> and it was called The Christmas That Never Was. <sighs> and we are going to do a Patreon on it. Oh, dear. And in that Patreon, <sighs> we are going to tell you about the lore of Jack's and my inside joke about it. We won't, we won't, we're not, we're not, it's not going to be like us explaining a dream where we just like, well, we, we think everybody will be so fascinated by our inside joke. No. It's not that, but we'll, we'll and give you my some high context. school football coach. <laughs> we'll just give you some context for why this interests us. Yeah. But one of the things we're doing this year is any Christmas specials that we can find that interest us, we're going to watch. And that's why we're going to watch guess this I'll one. I to come back for that. Um, her, okay. Emily's so, very, amount- very much a live father arrives. 
the amount of chills I got when their bat when her badass parents showed up. Oh yeah, holy shit! Every inch of that slow mo was earned. He arrived in the car and he wa- and he and he got out and yeah, it was it was slow mo. And then as soon as it, you know, she 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 opens up for a hug. <laughs> Seems like he, he's gonna hug. And he brushes right past her and he walks up to Jared and says, "Catch me up to speed." He no, he grabs the folio and says, "Get me up to speed. I want the full summary with all the major players." Yeah, <laughs> and then she's like, goes and hugs her mom, and then like that, she's normal, so things are fine. And then she says, "She watched Christmas at Graceland, which is a Hallmark movie, so yeah. glitching, starring and Wes then, Brown." Yeah, starring Wes Brown. Yes, that's, that's even why they fucking more it. confusing. That's okay. That's actually a bad reason to mention it. That's even worse. That's that's no, it's not. It's yes, good. it is. It's better. No, no, that's confusing because if it's other actors, then you can be like, okay, it's just like another movie that like exists and there's Hallmark, but not this movie. If it's a, if it's the same actor, no, then how can the movie no. exist? How can the movie exist if it's in you this have universe? All the actors, you have no choice, really. I know. I mean, and I guess that you could assume that like you could assume that that like I guess in this universe somebody else was cast in it, but just. Why that movie? Just say a different movie or make up another title and just I be like, like I was just watching bleeds. cheesy Christmas movie. I, you like the nosebleeds? I do. I wish. <laughs> well, I think in the last, wasn't it the other one of these where she, it was one of. Yeah. With Lacey's with movies you, where she said. Well, one of these. Ooh, like, no, 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 no. I thought it was. It, my it, life. <laughs> I thought it was Hall at the Holly, but it could have been the Scottish Christmas where she just says, oh, I love this one. I love the guy in this one. And it was oh, Graham, Graham from yeah, Unreal. Jared and his absolute idol are coming up with ideas for how they can stop. Because his, because he, because, because Emily's dad has been quoting Art of War for the entire <laughs> flight there. <laughs> yeah, and uh, one they of their come ideas up with something called the Christmas Games, aka not the Elf Capades. One of their yeah. ideas is to write a smear piece saying they don't believe in Santa. Which, whoa, okay. So everyone <laughs> on this court does believe in Santa, is what yeah. that means, which is interesting. Um, one of their ideas is to send a twelve days of Christmas telegram. A uh, singing telegram. A lot of birds. Which again, they, <laughs> uh, this movie and the last one also understand that 12 Days of Christmas is the most annoying Christmas song, which most Hallmark movies don't know some, for some reason. And it's entirely about birds. Most of it is. You get like, I, yeah, I saw that meme also that they're like, you get like 49 birds in the first three days. No, the or five something. golden rings are, are ring neck pheasants. I mean, like every single one of them is a bird. Are they all birds? They're all birds. I read a thing recently that was talking about how many birds you get just by name, but that's a lot more birds. Oh, my God. Too many <laughs> so birds. many birds. Anyway, they have an attempt at uh, peace talks wherein I assumed that the Johnsons must be lying, and it turns out they were. They've decided to do a Christmas games, and uh, when and the peace talks Not fall. Not the elf capades. The peace talks fall Just the through, Christmas games. And uh, Emily- and- Because they want to come up with, because they want to come up with the Christmas goat, and yeah. Lacey Chappelle goes- Lacey Chabert goes like Christmas goat, like ah. yeah, and then and then Wes Brown mutters, "Greatest of all time," <laughs> with a with a ten thousand ten thousand yard stare. And they say they don't want to. Uh, she said she doesn't want to do it. And they say, "Well, we never took you for such a Grinch." And then immediately, <laughs> oh my Jared god, goes, she didn't mean a baby. Yeah, the vertigo the vertigo camera go- zooms in on her eyes, yeah. and then he's like, "Think about nice things: candy cane, Santa Claus." <laughs> Like all these, it's very funny. So then they're all all the all the characters who are on uh, on our side still are having are trying to come up with a game plan. And the dad says, "We're all family here. We just want to establish a training schedule and appropriate mentorship because yeah, they were trying they're- to evaluate what skills she has." So then we have a montage where she becomes a training montage. She becomes the chainsaw man, and in that montage, she has to learn to perfect her ability to do. Wreath making, gingerbread house making. Oh my god, Christmas the wreath making scene making, was hysterical. Ice sculpture carving and Christmas trivia. 
Yeah, I think that the I think that the wreath making scene was improv. I think that was because yeah. when the ornament fell off, I had off, that impression yeah, I too. Thought so too. When the ornament fell off, and she's like, "Did an ornament fall off?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah sorry yeah. about that." And she's just like, "Well, maybe you should have read the pamphlet that came with the hot glue gun." <laughs> <laughs> it just felt. Yeah, definitely. The thing is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so and then one of the trivia questions was, "What did Jimmy Stewart pull pull out of his <laughs> pocket?" And I was just like, "Zuzu's pedals." And then Wes Brown was like, "Zuzu's pedals." Sorry, I couldn't help it. And I was like, "I knew Me too. that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I answered some of them too. Um. Spooky Jimmy is spooky. No, she That's says, she says, here. I knew that. She was like, yeah. I have Spooky Jimmy is spooky written here. I don't remember what the context <laughs> of that is, but that's the sun, so he's doing something creepy. But while yeah, while that's happening, she's walking out with the gingerbread house and he, Well, he comes over to her. That's probably what he's doing. He he's was watching doing something her spooky, because then though. He, yeah, he was hiding or something. He is spooky. Yeah. But she relates to him, which makes sense and is was good. Uh, she's like, you remind me so much of, and then he's just gone with the gingerbread house that yeah. she'd offered him. But he's used to only doing Christmas as a function, and so he hasn't learned to enjoy it, which she also... He's not allowed to enjoy any of the nice things because everything's been made into a job. So we see from both perspectives practicing the trivia, um, we see them both talking about... Well, uh, actually, we see first, we see uh, Jane doing it, and it's how many ghosts in A Christmas Carol. Dickens 4, (laughs) Muppets 5. I was going to say Dickens 4, Muppets 5. Wait. Oh, really? So... By the way, we we do later see Lacey Chabert also uh, do that, and she's also practicing, and she gets Dickens four, like she gets four only. She doesn't get the Muppets thing, which I thought might come up, but it doesn't. Anyway, so well, then it would have, but yeah. So then the Christmas games are beginning, and Pamela's secularly dressed ball and chain introduces them. He's just wearing like plaid or something. He's not wearing anything festive, and yeah. he is. He's showed up. By the way, that happened. He Alan gives a shit. Is He's just always traveling for work. We do give a shit, though. Mm. I like seeing him because I love the I cameo role. I love the cameo <laughs> role because he's been the hero in a lot of these uh, Hallmark movies. So it's more fun HCU. that he... Hmm? More HCU. HCU. Oh, yes. Yeah. Hallmark's cinematic universe. Got it. So uh, then a riot almost begins, which is cool. And Falala Loser <laughs> is written on someone's sign. Um, and yeah, they have like satin jackets for her and yeah. everything because they're supporting her. And then she's mm-hmm. like, guys, I don't, I actually don't want to do this. Oh, cause they're, cause they're, that was how the thing is the Christmas games ends up being something that just, um, Jane and Lacey Chabert are going to go head to head. And then she ends up pulling out at the last second. She's like, I don't want to, I, w- I would most certainly lose anyway, but that's not why I'm pulling out. I'm pulling well, out because they- Christmas is just supposed to be about fun and being, having togetherness and that's just not what this is yeah. supposed to be about. But it was good yeah. because they show she, that was her reaction to seeing children walking away. Yeah. You know, like the, I loved these touches good. of humanity. That's what kept this from being just completely broad farce. It needed enough heart to make good. the cynicism yeah, resonate. I was, I was, I was, I was getting fatigued of the battle. So I was mm-hmm. happy when, when it ended there. Well, mm-hmm. so then Jared is going to get introduced to the NSA and the parents say they want to the move National back. National Santa Academy. Yeah. Yes. The parents say they want to move back when Jared moves in with Emily, if that happens. If that and ever then happens. I have and then she gets she gets um pulled into a uh pulled into a sleigh. And it was at this point that I thought, oh, okay. So this is why they need new members every year, because they sacrifice somebody every year. <laughs> that makes sense. Which is not a bad guess. But it turns out that they're going to get engaged and then they get engaged. And I, my last note here is I actually think, and I didn't finish it, so I guess, I, therefore I actually am. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know what I meant by that, but yeah. So that's, 
That's um, well, I liked it because it showed that Jared is not the cartoonishly involved HOA president. You know, like he was distracted. He wasn't really into it because he was really thinking about what mattered. Yeah. I believe their romance more in this than I oh did my in God. the first one. Yeah. Total. This, I liked this one more than the first one. Mm-hmm. A romance. But oh, the totally. first one did like, establish their long past together. So I, for, I also oh, yeah, like that. The, my last note was that because they had ended with the two kids with the Polaroid taking a picture, which was a hearkening back to the first one. I definitely mm-hmm. recommend watching the first one. The first one is hilarious yeah. and has some of the best lines too. It's great. It's not that I didn't like the first one. It's just that this one had even more for me. I just enjoyed more of this. Maybe it's just because I had already watched the first one and I knew everybody already or something. Um, and I, I knew what I was watching, but I, I definitely bought it as a romance between the two of them this time. The Mm -hmm. first one, it felt like they were friends Mm -hmm. and this one, I didn't feel like that. Yeah. And I, I like a romance that's not under threat too. Yeah. The important thing about watching either of these, if anybody is just listening to us and then going to go give it a try is you've got to understand it is broad satire Uh, because I didn't get that the first time I watched the first one, which I said on Patreon. So when I watched it the second time, it was like with completely new eyes and I thought it was hilarious, which it is. Yeah. But you can't go into it with the idea that it's going to be a, you know, that that these people are serious or that they're trying to say this is. No, it's a comedy. It's It's a a comedy. It's a comedy. It's a comedy. Yeah. 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 But it really works in that way. And I think I said to you, Paige, this I, this is totally movie theater worthy. This is mm-hmm. like so far beyond, oh, for Hallmark, it's good. It was really, really good. Really funny. Yeah. And I think Pamela and Ned really just. Yeah. I, and so Hilarious. actually so did Jared Wes Brown. So did you have any way to fix it? Did you have any fixes for it? I've got no fixes. I think it's perfect. I I would I would love to see a summer version. What oh, are their summer rules? My God, you know what happens at the pool. I remember oh when God. we had, yeah July, the HOA and crazy. Frederick was just like, oh my God, people were just going bananas over everything. How many guests can we have? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, there you can have a HOA nightmare in every season, and I would I'm here Agreed. for it. I uh, I'd like. I would have liked it to be even more deranged. That's the only note I could really give it. Well, stay tuned. I mean, what are they going to do next year? Yeah, Hopefully. They certainly did get more deranged since the first one. So I, I mean, just for my personal taste, uh, having taken a few days since the last time I watched a Hallmark movie, I, <laughs> I do. Uh, I really like this, like th- this, this lasts a lot more for me. I mean, I loved Santa summit, but this obviously, <laughs> what if we mentioned that obviously, but this was, you know, it didn't wasn't making me cry or anything like Santa Summit obviously mm. did and should if you have a soul. You should have watched my Norwegian holiday. But it was the the deranged nature of it is the thing that makes it stick with me. And I would have liked if they could just even just take it even further. Yeah. I didn't really my fixes would have only been like I think I wasn't actually very impressed with any of their decorations. Yeah. For a town yeah. that's for a, like a neighborhood that's in, obsessed with decorations, I didn't feel like their budget was that crazy. Well, what would impress you? I mean, like it was. Well, I really want to watch that movie, that documentary. It was the fight before Christmas because <sighs> I think that we and we said we're going to do it on Patreon. That is, I mean, I watched some of it when Richie was working on it, but it's like 
people will go crazy with decoration. I just didn't feel like there were a lot of ton of lights and a lot of like whatever. And I just felt like I just felt like I didn't even really get a lot of time with the decorations outside at night, which is I feel like when a lot of those look really good. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I got a ton of that, actually. Do you remember in our old neighborhood that they had that? And it was synced with a local radio, radio station. station. And mm-hmm. but the but I had a friend who was a neighbor and hated it so yeah. much because the lights were so bright. It was the Seinfeld episode with the Kenny Rogers roasters, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. Neon coming in his room. It was yeah. it was it was insane for the neighbors, which could also be funny um in a movie, would be hell in real life. Yeah. I mean yeah, and I think that like I th- I think I I don't really have any look, I don't have any fixes because it, it was perfect for what it is. Yes. It's like if you were asking me like I, you were like you have to do something to elevate this. There are totally ways to elevate it and like things to pull out to do more. Um I think that like m- go deeper with the with the with the peop- with the reality show people like I didn't really feel like yeah. there was a a real good gut punch it with them at the end they don't have much i didn't time, really feel fair. like they got punished at the end yeah i didn't feel like they got theirs and i didn't feel like there was something really satisfying at the end where they really got you know what they deserved yeah but that is it was fine it was great it was hilarious everybody was funny and it was great i loved it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah agreed speaking of getting funny what you deserve, and loving it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, that brings us to our Instagram, Nameless Best Friends. Um, Jack is going to be joining us sometimes doing stuff like this and doing the Chuck E. Cheese Christmas special and some other chatty little Patreons because I think it's easy for him to set aside like an hour and a half sometimes here and there, but he can't be doing the producing and all that anymore because he's... um, A worker bee. I'm just... A worker bee. I'm just... uh, I'm not very cash money. Uh, no, you know, but you can continue to support Jack by looking up his music, which is genuinely great. And he is Thalo on all the the best streamer. Yeah. Internet. I did just put out a new album. It's, um, I, I like it. Yeah. Maybe Jack likes it. So it's T H A L O. (laughs) Ding. That's it. (laughs) It's everywhere. And I wrote a song on it and it's on there and I sing on two songs. Indeed. So yeah, follow him and follow Beth and follow me and uh all right. Well, cheers everybody. Thanks for coming on down. Thanks for finding the time, Jack. Yeah. Whoever you are. Yeah. I don't even know anymore, really. <laughs> Thank you to everyone okay. who's coming and everybody who's supporting us on Patreon and everybody who is listening. We appreciate every one of you. So thank you all so much. We appreciate you all so very much. Yes, thank you so much. Okay, and we'll talk soon. Okay, bye. Good night, everyone. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.